Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. That was a loud one. Good morning. Good day. Good afternoon. Depends on when you're listening to this, I guess. All How right. Are you? I'm tired. Yes, you are. Tony pushes me so late. All right. Um, what are we starting with? Uh, Pat Mahomes. Who's Pat Mahomes? Pat Mahomes is the Super Bowl MVP. Oh, right. You remember the game that we watched on Sunday night? The yeah, foosball? Good, good game. Yeah. Good game. Uh, Pat Mahomes was in Disney World today for the parade, which was broadcast live through uh, Disney Parks Live. And uh, he was also joined by a 10-year-old make-a-wish child from Texas named Nathaniel, who participated in the parade as part of his dream come true day. Um, in addition to Nathaniel, 17 other Make-A-Wish children whose wishes were to attend the Super Bowl extended their magical wishes by visiting the Magic Kingdom today. So Disney has been a large uh, proponent of the uh, Make-A-Wish program. And also last night, they donated $1 million to Make-A-Wish on uh, in Pat Mahomes' name. Amazing. So big, good for them. Yeah, nice. Um, there's some... Trouble going on over at Big Top Souvenirs. There's been trouble there before. What's going on now? Well, last month, if you remember, there was a little bit of a fire and they were closed for a few days. And apparently the uh, storybook circus Big Top Souvenirs is closed because of flooding. Oh. Yes. If you ask a cast member, they were telling people today that Dumbo had a pool party that got a bit out of hand <laughs> and that there was some cleanup to do. Cute. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on over there, but something with their uh, their facilities are, are not good there. Right. Now, if they could have had the, the flooding at the same time as the <laughs> fire, it would have killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. Um, Hamilton uh, on Broadway is huge. Even the traveling version, uh, if you can find it locally, sells out immediately. Um, it sounds like the makers of Hamilton have an idea on uh, how to get it out to more people. Yeah. Well, first off, I'm not a big fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Nor I, am I. I don't know why. Uh, I just don't like the thought of our forefathers rapping. It, it just doesn't appeal to me. I hear it's a great show. Um, but what they are going to do is Walt Disney Studios is going to release a filmed version of Hamilton on October 15th, 2021. So it's well over a year and a half away right now. Um, the show debuted on Broadway in 2015. And the version that is being released was recorded in 2016 with the original cast. Um, some people think that the reason of this big delay is that Miranda, uh, Manuel Miranda's first musical called In the Heights is being released this summer uh, by Warner Brothers Pictures. Um, so they don't want to conflict with that. But I think if something is being released in June of 2020, uh, holding off on Hamilton until October of 2021 is a little bit excessive. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any uh, conflict there. No. I mean, I think it's a kind of a neat idea. People really want to see it. It gives them a chance to see it. Right. And you know what? I will probably watch the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to pay Broadway prices to go see. Right. Yeah. To go see it. I mean, you know, for $14 a person, I'll go watch it. Right. In a movie theater, but yeah, not paying. Especially the, if I get Disney movie rewards points. That's right. Not paying the $250 a ticket to go see it in, on Broadway. Right. Um, so this is big news. Lighthouse Point is the new, um, well, we'll call it an island. It's really uh, part of an island um, that is op being opened by Disney Cruise Line as another private island stop. And there is now a website that is laying out 
all the different portions of that and sort of what's going to be available. And it's, it's crazy, right? Yes. It, uh, it's, it's going to be amazing. Um, but Joe Rohde is uh, leading the project and Lighthouse Point, uh, as Cheryl said, does have its own uh, website now from the, uh, from the, in conjunction with the Disney Cruise Line. And uh, the website is actually divided into sections called Economic Opportunities, Environment, Culture, Community, Progress News, and of course, a fact site. Uh, the most exciting part of this is that they have the illustration for their plans. Uh, they have an adventure camp with trails and lookout towers, nature trails, a spa and wellness area, a North Family Beach, an East Family Beach, South Beach Cabanas. Um, it's pretty amazing. I, I will post a link um, on the uh, on our on our Facebook page. Um, you know, the berth. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of a walkway to get. You know, you're not you're not far enough out that you're tendering. Uh, but there is a long pier that that takes you onto the island. It's a very um, long pier, and uh, it just it looks like you know if, if this is the final plans, it, it looks to be pretty amazing. Yeah, and uh, the plans right now are to have Lighthouse Point ready for 2022 or 2023. Uh, right now, they have to do an environmental impact assessment and inv- and create an environmental management plan uh, that has to be accepted by the Bahamian government. Yeah, not everyone is excited about Lighthouse Point. Um, no, it's funny because a couple of weeks ago I got an email. Somehow I'm I'm on uh, the mailing list for Change.org, which is the group that all of the petitions go to, and I got one that said, you know, uh, have Disney stop building uh, their Lighthouse Point project on the island of Eleuthera. Of course, I didn't sign it. Yeah, no, we're too excited, but um, yeah, some of the uh, ecology folks are you know worried about what having a big ship like that coming in uh, is going to do. Although it does seem like there's sort of a pier area so that they're not pulling right up to things, which may be to preserve the coral or whatever else is there. And with good reason. And, you know, we're not just uh, shills for the Disney company. You you know, we're not just going to come here and say, this is the greatest thing that could happen to Eleuthera. Will there be a a detrimental impact? I'm sure. But Disney as a good corporate partner uh, usually does their due diligence. And and Disney over the years has made a a strong uh, commitment to the environment and a lot of their, uh, uh, you know, programs and stuff that they've done through Animal Kingdom and and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm sure they're working hard to balance uh, profit and bringing the best experience to their guests with uh, being responsible uh, company and, and, you know, being good to the environment and, and to the Bahamas in general. Yes. Um, There was, during the Super Bowl, there was some advertising for Disney Plus that centered around Marvel. Yeah, very exciting. I did not know this was coming, but we got to see some scenes from uh, 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and the Loki series. Uh, I didn't know that any of those had, uh, you know, footage ready to be seen, but apparently they do as, as much as they were little snippets. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the Marvel geek in, in front inside of me is, is once again very excited. Um, looking forward to these shows. The first one to debut is uh, Winter Soldier, which is expected to be released uh, maybe late summer of 2020. And then WandaVision will also be released in 2020 with Loki slated for early 2021. Okay. And then there were some character posters too? Um, actually character posters were released for Black Widow, Okay. which they also released a Black Widow trailer during the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the last thing that was released was the final Mulan trailer, 
Um, Mulan is coming to theaters on March 27th. So that is first up. And then I believe Black Widow is, mm, I want to say May 5th. I didn't realize Mulan, well, I didn't really think about it until someone mentioned it the other day, that there's not going to be any music in yeah. Mulan. That, well, I'm sure there's going to be some, there's got to be some music. I mean, there might be like background instrumental music like there is in every movie. But, but it's not a musical. There's no singing. Right. Um, which there was quite a bit of it in the, the original film. So that I thought that was really interesting. Um, and I must say, um, the Black Widow is May 1st, not May 5th. Okay. The Edison at Disney Springs is having an inaugural masquerade. Yeah, they're, they're having uh, a celebration called the Masquerade on Saturday, February 22nd. Uh, it is, uh, they're calling it the Fantasy-Filled Masquerade. It's uh, gourmet past appetizers and themed cocktails for $65 a person, plus tax and gratuity. Uh, guests should be prepared to be surprised and delighted around every corner as all party goers will be dressed incognito during a magical evening shrouded in air of secrecy. Um, full face masks are not allowed, but a mask is required to attend. Guests must all be 21 or older. And uh, the appetizer menu includes blackened shrimp cocktail with cocktail and roumelade, buffalo chicken spring rolls, barbecue short ribs with kimchi, oyster shooters, uh, cucumber canapé with salmon mousse, scallops wrapped in bacon, buffalo meatballs, and portobello fries with sriracha. There is no listing as to what the themed cocktails are, uh, but the event is scheduled uh, to start at 8.30 and extends through, it looks like, 2 a.m., Ooh, party uh, animals. That, that might be a misprint. It might be 12 a.m., but uh, we'll see if we can get some better information. All right. Uh, right now, well, or today anyway, and today is uh, Monday, there is a power outage at Port Orleans Riverside, which is um, being kind of a big deal because it's been out for a while and there's a lot that they can't do. Yeah, it was down for a few hours. Power seemed to be restored around dinner time. Uh, apparently, the only things running on the backup generator were emergency lights and cash registers. Of course, you got to be able to charge people for, um, for stuff they can't. But certain things, like the refillable mugs, weren't working because there was no power. So Disney was giving guests bottled soda. Um, they couldn't serve any food. Uh, you know, lighting was very uh, sparse. Right. Uh, Luckily, just it was during the lighting. day. So during the daytime, yeah, most people were probably in the parks. Right. Um, but uh, you know, Disney Disney does not generally have problems like that with their infrastructure. So it'll Every be interesting in to see while. what happened. Yep. You know, you also didn't used to hear about them, but now with the internet and like the second something happens, it's posted. So uh, you know, right. I think these things probably used to happen every once in a while. We just didn't hear about them. Yep. Um. So Marvel Land is that what they're calling it? No. What are they calling it? They're calling it Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus in, in California. It's going to open in Disneyland. Disney's California Adventure. In California Adventure. Right. We okay. saw them constructing it next to, yes, next mm-hmm. to Guardians oh, yeah. of the Galaxy I rem- I Breakout. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Sure I do. Um, they're starting to hire some cast members, and they're going through quite the process to make sure they get the cream of the crop. Yeah, they're, they're interviewing... Um, you know, when they opened Galaxy's Edge, they kind of started this whole immersive environment thing. And all of the cast members have a backstory now. And they're supposed to be a – they're not just there to serve you. They're there to be a part of the experience as well. And it looks like they're doing the same thing. They've started interviewing cast members. 
and they are doing uh, crazy things like making them submit resumes as S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. They're creating superheroes for themselves. They're bringing them in as though they're being interrogated um, and giving them missions. And, you know, your first mission is create a superhero and a backstory for yourself. Um, they're asking them to break into interviews. Uh, it, it just seems like, you know, they're kind of going uh, a little bit above and beyond what they should do. It's kind of a big ask for people they are going to pay, what, $10 an hour? Right. You know, minimum wage workers um, that have to do all of this you have to involvement be to stay on yeah. stage. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think there's probably going to be enough takers because just people are so excited about it. But it seems like you're almost taking advantage of people's excitement. Right. So once, um, uh, you know, once this land opens, uh, it's, it's a little different with, with Galaxy's Edge because it, it is a different universe and you expect something different from Star Wars. But Avengers Campus happens in the real world. Not everybody's a superhero. You know, they're not part of, of you know, a different galaxy. So I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I want this. You know, mm. is, is every land going to be like this now? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Um, and then Rick Moranis is being approached about maybe doing another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie. That is true. Um, you may remember Rick Moranis as Professor Wayne Zielinski uh, from the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the series. He was also in Epcot in the Imagination Pavilion in Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. As a matter of fact, his picture is still there in the queue in uh, Journey into the Imagination. Journey into Imagination. Um, Rick Moranis has taken a hiatus from working in film uh, since 1997. So Whoa. for 23 years, he has been out of the industry, and uh, he did take a little break on that to do voice work for Brother Bear, which is a Disney film. Mm-hmm. And uh, he even refused an invitation to make a cameo in the 2016 Ghostbusters reboot. Don't know if he's going to be in 2020's Ghostbusters reboot, but mm-hmm. uh, the rest of the cast is. Um, so this, this film is expected to start shooting this spring and there is no word as to whether this is going to be a theatrical release or a Disney plus release. Okay. I'm going to guess Disney plus. Yeah. There had been some rumor uh, a couple months back about maybe, um, his son becoming, you know, his oldest son becoming a scientist and possibly having to call his father out of retirement to bring on the next leg of the series. Yeah. I mean, I think if, if he is in it, it's going to just be a little cameo. It'll be a handoff. There's no way if he's refused everything up till now, it's not like he's going to be featured in the film. Well, you know what? Rick Moranis has a mortgage payment and maybe, uh, I mean, he's managed for 23 years to get by without acting to make his mortgage payment. So I'm sure that now is not the time that he needs to. Right. Um, and let's see, we had a few stories from yesterday. Do you still have those around that we I didn't do. that we hadn't covered? So I'm going to start with uh, Margot Robbie. You have that one? Uh, yes. Looks like she was offered the role of Tinkerbell in a live action Peter Pan that's going to be coming up. Yes, it's a live action film called Peter Pan and Wendy for Disney Plus. She has yet to accept the role. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what's, uh, where this is going to go. I think more than news here is just that they're doing the live action Peter Pan. Did we know this was happening? Uh, no, this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either. So to me, that's really the news here. I just think it would be a coup for them to get Margot Robbie in a Disney Plus thing. You know, she's very big right now with her portrayal of uh, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a big actress. And for her to do something on Disney Plus... 
versus theatrical, I think would be oh, so a, a think, big win for them. You think the Peter Pan is going to be a Disney Plus thing? That's what they're saying in the, oh. in, the, in the story. I feel like Peter Pan is one that they probably could have pulled into um, the real theaters. Oh, totally. I'm surprised they would do that as a Disney Plus one. I think anything that is the animation is of humans, mm-hmm. I feel like can be made into a full length feature movie, you know, for theatrical release. Right. Um, so I don't, we'll, we'll see what they do. All right. Um, Splash Mountain, the Laughing Place play area is closed for refurbishment. That seems to make sense because uh, Splash Mountain is closed for refurbishment. Right. Uh, so you may be familiar with the play area underneath the uh, stairway, walkway, covered area there. Um, yeah, it's closed for refurbishment. It will probably, you know, it's getting a new coat of paint. There's uh, a scrim up and uh, uh, I don't know, what do you call those? Like, it's not even a construction wall. I don't know. They've just got like barricades blocking the it's entrances. It's closed. Nobody so was closed. going back there anyway yeah. because the ride was closed. So. Right. Whatever. Um, Cinderella's 70th anniversary is now-ish, and there is a carriage cake pop to commemorate that. Where is that being sold? Is that a Disney World thing or a Disneyland thing? That is Disney World. Okay. And it is available at, uh, let's see, the Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Okay. So there are all sorts of... uh, Sweet treats related to Cinderella. There's a uh, bippity boppity boo cake. There's Cinderella carriage cake. There's a Gus Gus cupcake. Uh-huh. Uh, there are all sorts of things. There's this cake pop, which kind of looks like, uh, uh, you know, it's very whimsical. It's got the big wheels. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but there, there's probably eight or nine Cinderella themed resorts, uh, Cinderella themed desserts across the resort right now. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Aladdin bus wrap. And it looks like they're doing something special with, like, a Minnie Mouse bus, too, although that doesn't even look like a wrap. No, the uh, Aladdin wrap is Aladdin and Jasmine riding uh, the carpet. Uh, You know, it's very cool. It's colorful. Yep. Uh, The Minnie Mouse bus, on the other hand, uh, you know what? It's a polka-dotted bus. It's a polka-dotted bus with, like, Minnie Mouse in one of the windows, like, waving out. So, I don't know. I hadn't seen anything. It looks like... It's like a lame version of a bus wrap. I don't know. <laughs> right. It's like bus wrap, like the like the, the original bus wrap when they said, yeah. hey, we could just do the whole bus, not just the window cling. Yeah. It wow. sort of reminds me of when they did some of the things on the monorail. They had mm-hmm. the like character sort of waving. Right. When they do like the Avengers yeah. windows and stuff. And then we have one more story. Yes. The uh, Magic Kingdom dessert parties. Magic Kingdom dessert parties, yes. It looks uh, like the prices have gone up on that, but that is, well, we'll say because, but I mean, it's related to the fact that they now are offering beer and wine um, at those. I had thought they had like specialty cocktails offered already, and maybe they did, I don't know, but now there's going to be beer and wine available. Um, there was a price increase for both the fireworks party that takes place during the fireworks and the after fireworks party. I think the price increase on the after fireworks party percentage-wise was higher. Right. Um, So there's definitely been a a sizable increase on both of those. That's right. The fireworks dessert party went from $84 for an adult to $99 and from $50 for a child to $59 for a child. The after fireworks dessert party went from $69 for an adult to $89 for an adult and from $41 to a child to $53 for a child. Yeah, I mean, so it's substantial. a good-sized increase. Especially for that after-fireworks party. They must have seen that that's, it's doing well, so up goes the price. Do you remember when they were just $40? Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know how, like, it killed me to pay it, too. I know, right? You I was like, oh, it's so expensive. You would never pay $99. A person? Good right. God, no. Sneak, maybe pay for one person and then throw desserts over the edge. $400 to watch the fireworks for my family? No, thank you. No way. Along with $100 a person to get in? I can't. To the park? That's I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess if I had all that kind of crazy money, but I do not. Right. All right. Well, that's pretty much all of our news today. Until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.